Live from Austin, Texas, it's going through it with Justin Eckenmacher. Shadow in the building, son. Oh, wait, wait. Backing up, can you wait? Jesus Christ. Oh my god, this is so weird. Live from Austin, Texas, it's going through with Justin Eckenmacher. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm stuck in a bar, not too far. You're saying Esten. No, Essen. Hurry up, lad! He's fucking losing it. He is. He's losing it. Watch this happen. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, used to be a rapper, spitting mad bars, getting high like Mars, huh? I'm doing comedy in a park. <laughs> Live from Austin, Texas, it's going through it with Justin Essenmacher. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the club, come on in, round to the liquor store around the corner. The boy said, I want some gin and juice, but I really want some marijuana that I can't even find. I need a dealer with a good ass deal. I don't want that shit for a lot, but I want the good stuff. That's just like someone asking for a well done steak. Juicy, moist, tender, but don't burn it. But no pink. Shut your fucking mouth. Ew. Man, what a week. <laughs> what a week. What a week, man. I don't even know what happened. So many things. So many things, people. Um, I had to write them all down, and I still forgot some things. Uh, welcome back to Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher. Uh, let's get that out of the way. Hi, welcome. If you're a first-timer, thank you so much. means a lot. It means a lot. And uh, if you're a first-timer or, you know, you've been going through something, thanks for listening, dude, and if you are going through it. You know, let's go let's go through it together. Right? How many times can you say going through it, Justin? I don't know, probably a lot. It's called marketing kids. Who who came up with that shit? I was talking about the things that old men used to do to us. Ew, old men used to do to us. You know, I mean like the the gestures they would do. Hey kiddo, give me a soda pop. 
Every time we got something, they threatened to kill us with their finger. Sorry, sir. Why do I want to get you a soda if you're going to shoot me? No, no. I would not. I would prefer to stay alive. Oh, you funny. Fucking stop it. I'll pull out my little gun. Now we're, at a, now we're in a street fight. Now, now we're in a duel. Go give me a soda, kiddo. What is that? My brain. What? What? Or the one where they like punch you in the face. Put Why are you doing this to my chin? What is wrong with you? Stop punching my chin. Oh, you're so... You, you can... Fucking stop it. It's annoying. Your fist feels like a brick, okay? You don't put lotion on. You don't believe in it because that's gay, right? Don't put lo- I'm a man. I don't need that shit. What What was wrong with what it, some men back in the day, like how manly do you have to be? I don't take care of my body because I'm a man. <laughs> my skin is bleeding, but I take the pain because I'm a man. Maybe it's because you're fucking lazy. Go put some lotion on your cracked skin. Nobody wants to touch that, okay? Ow. Hydrate. Hydrate, honey. I don't know if it's these shoes that got me feeling some type of way. Uh, is it? Is it? Shoe cam. Is it? I don't know, but I like them a lot. I think it was meant to be, so I went shopping today at Uptown Cheapstate Skate. Uptown Cheapskate, which is basically saying a way of, hey, hipsters, If you have money, come buy our used shit. Also, there's no refunds. It's the greatest. It's the, that's a very good business model. People just give you their shit. You give them low cost. You give them low cost back. You know what I mean? They give you a pair of jeans that were $100. You give them $10, right? And then you sell them for 50. It's like college. Remember when you went to college and you bought a book for $400 and then they bought it back from you for $30 $30 and then they would resell it at 300 and you're like what the fuck this is bullshit and then the next semester they would come up with a new book that has like a new page you got to buy the new edition and every teacher would be like hey just let you know um the school's kind of fucking with your brain and your money we know you're all poor um so you can actually just keep the old edition and go get it used and you'll figure it out. So college, let's talk about it. Are you are you playing with us? Are you just trying to make money off us? You couldn't be just wanting to make money off of us young kids trying to learn an education from your great school that you charge so much for that we have to do all the work for. Online classes are more money even though you have to teach your fucking self. Eat my ass. Oh, there's a new addition to this book that doesn't even, you don't even need it. Oh, I didn't even have to buy the book. Why'd they put it on the, why'd they put it on the curriculum? Well, because see, they wanted to get another $200 out of you because they can, because they're fucking assholes. College is good. I recommend it wholeheartedly. If you are thinking about going to college, go. <laughs> if you're thinking about having a happy 18 to 25 year year old enjoying your 18 years 
18, being 18 to 25, fucking don't go. Get your job now. Get your experience now because guess what? After you graduate and say you don't take the internship, they're going to want your college education. So you got to get your bachelor's degree or your master's, you know, which doesn't make any sense. Then you get that. And then they're like, hey, also you need five years of experience or you can have this entry-level job for $10 an hour. Well, how was I supposed to get the experience when I was doing full-time school? Oh, well, you're just lazy. You should probably have that job and this job and college and the sports and then a job. I thought you wanted me to learn. Well, we want you to learn, but we more importantly, we want you to give us money. Yeah, can you just give us money? Uh, what if I don't have it? We can give you it. And then guess what? When you get your big time job in 40 years after college, when you've given your life to a company that you absolutely hate and doesn't give a fuck about you, guess what you can do? You can pay us back because guess what? We'll put 10% interest rate on the loan that we give you. For me? For you, kid. For me? For you, kid. Ew. No. Fuck that. Jesus Christ. When you talk out loud as an adult about college, it's terrifying. Is it? Why is this not terrifying? This is ridiculous, right? It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. How can someone ask a person at 16 to 18 years old for lots of money that they don't have? They haven't even had a fucking job. Also, when you're 16, 18 years old, college people... The older people that make us pay a shit ton of money, guess what? We don't make money. We don't make big money to afford school, idiots, you pieces of shit. What the fuck? Hey, look at that 16-year-old. He probably has never even had a job because you know what? He was probably trying to get good grades in school and play three sports and, you know, live a childhood. Oh, you don't have, you don't have savings? Nope, I, I don't. Don't worry, kid. You can take all that money out and never be able to pay it back. Even if you die, sign me up. And everybody's like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Corporations lose. They go bankrupt because idiot pieces of shit don't know how to run a company. Even though they went to college, right? And then the government's like, well, we should bail them out. Can you bail us out of the student debt that you force us into? you Fucking dicks. Am I angry about this? I, every time I talk about college, it strikes a nerve. It it strikes a nerve so much because I just can't. I guess it's just because I think I have a heart. It may not seem like it just, I don't know. Maybe some people think I'm a dick. I think I, it comes out harsh, but it's all out of love, right? Right. <laughs> Because I can't think in my mind how I could force an entire, like, generations of people to give me money. Like, I'm a server, and sometimes I even, I'm so honest at being a server that sometimes, like, I'll even, like, downplay the person. Like, I'll downsell to get a person, like, the, the better tasting product or something that they more enjoy because I want the person to enjoy themselves. 
because then I think they would have a better experience because I cared. <laughs> Do I care too much? Yeah, a lot. But I couldn't see myself going up to 18-year-olds and being like, hey, g- give me $100,000 that you don't have. We're, don't worry, you'll make it back in 100 years. You, like, right, right, right. We have some scholarships that can almost cover your books if you get your grades. Well, what if I don't get my grades? Will you take the money back? And then you pay all of it. What if I'm not understanding the class? That's your problem. <laughs> Maybe I'm not learning it because I'm teaching myself at. <sighs> did I see myself going down that rabbit hole? I did not. What was I even talking about? Oh, old people. Old people. I'm feeling some type of way. Get you some new fresh kicks, dude. You fucking, I feel like a new person. These are the most comfortable shoes I've bought in a long time. And it's like little hugs on my feet right now. I feel like an old person, but feel fresh to death. They look kind, they're like retro, like hip. Still like gang, like my grandfather would wear these shoes, but now we do. So I could like hang out with my grandfather and his, and his friends, you know, like what's up. But then they'd be like, what are those rainbows? I read it. There's like a saying on here about the rainbow, about everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Oh, all types of love. Hmm. You know? I feel Maybe it, I feel better. I put the shoes on, even though I did get stressed out because I keep forgetting what I have to do. You know when you're doing something and then you for a minute you like take a breath and you're like, oh, I did, I'm good. I don't, I did everything. And then you realize that you didn't do half the shit that you had to do. Like the laundry. Laundry is so annoying. Okay. I just wish I had that machine. I think they made it now where it does the whole thing where it washes it, then dries it, which is insane. That's pretty cool. Takes one step out of it. But it's the hanging and the folding. You're like, now it's all, I, since I moved into an apartment, I don't have the shit in my, in the the machine in the house. I keep forgetting that it's in the other room. I mean, I forgot it at the house too. I think it's just laundry. Who wants to do laundry? You know? It's really annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. It's so annoying. Somebody help. But I keep forgetting it, and now it turns into a 10-hour thing. It's an all-day event. And it's so much money. $1.50 a load. We're in California. I saw something for like three or four. I don't know. It's crazy. $1.50 every load. Anyway. So old people hitting you in the face. Why? What were we thinking? Can you just give me a hug? Maybe we we needed hugs. Maybe we should have gave out more hugs. Hey, hey, buddy, how are you? It's nice, like when you go, like you see other cultures, and then they hug, and they kiss each other, like on the cheeks. That's nice. People need that. You need some T TLC. What is it? TLC. Whatever you need, yeah. It's just nice. It's a nice way of showing you care. Other than 
going, hey, kiddo, nice to see you. Did you get taller? What is happening in my brain? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So last week I was talking about the painting, the thing on the wall. And it was stressing me out. And Philip left. And I was like, whatever. And I had all my stuff. I, I was like, I had to like, I was going to walk out the door or something. And then I just decided to start painting. And I I wanted to finish it. I wanted to get it done. Sometimes paintings, like, it takes a while, you know. But then on my mind, it's like something that I need to get done and I don't relax about it. I don't know why. I guess it's because I have to keep looking at it. And now I look at it every day and I'm like, is it done? But I think it's done. I love it. I love it. I think I love it. I love it. I love my painting. I'm happy about it. That's one of my favorites that I've done. Yeah. It's cool making your own art. And then you save a shit ton of money. I made cardboard into art. Cardboard, duct tape, and paint. It first started off with Sports Illustrated women on it. I thought I was going to have like a collection of uh, like the old school women on it. Like it was cool. It wasn't. This is way better. It's classier. <laughs> And it doesn't look like a sack of shit. It doesn't look like it just took newspaper clippings like a psychopath and put it on my wall. It looked like a it looked like a jerk jerk wall. It looked like a masturbation wall. Hey, you guys want to come into my uh, my jerk my jerk room? I just sit there and stare at it. The one girl did have really nice boobs though. Anyway, so I finished the painting. I had to get car stuff done, right? I had to go get my car shit done. Which, oh my god, dude. I got the oil change and I got the emissions test, which I never got before. I don't know what the emissions test is because Michigan apparently just doesn't give a shit about it. Or maybe we're better than Texas and California. I don't know why Michigan doesn't have you do the emissions test. I'm missing something. I know I am. I didn't ever say I was a smart man. I went to college, though, so fuck off. Boom, roasted. Oh my god. Yeah, and time yeah, time's flying by. Time is flying by. Like I, I've noticed like I had to record this episode and it just keeps coming by so quick. So quick. I don't know what's happening. I'm consistently just working and then I go to comedy and then I edit. I'm editing while I'm at the shows, like I'm not even I'm not even present, dude. <laughs> not even present. I'm always thinking. I'm always thinking. That's probably just the ADD. I probably should have got diagnosed with something, you know, get some meds to help me concentrate or something. Because even when I sleep, anybody else, you sleep, and as soon as I close my eyes, I only hear songs. I consistently, I constantly listen to music all day. And I don't know, but it helps drown out the thoughts. Like it drowns out the songs that I'm playing so I can concentrate on something different. It's not my own thoughts, which is wild, right? I don't know if that's good or bad. Or I've just listened to too much music. Or can you listen to too much music? Does your brain hurt? I, yeah. I don't know. I just always like music. And now that I'm on my own all the time, it's like I get to listen to music whenever I want because I've always wanted music. I always like music on. But everybody's always like, shut it off. Shut it off. But I love music. 
anything I'm doing, I like music behind it. So now I get to do it, and now I love it everywhere I go, and it's always on, right? I don't watch that much TV until it's at night, really. But I've been watching that. Uh, I've been watching um, the driving one with Brock, Ken Brock, or whatever his name is, Ken Block. Garnet. What is it called? Jump. Con. Con ten. They're shooting Con ten. Jim. Jimakai. 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 I wish I had like a producer or something. Oh wait. Let me just type in Ken Block. Yeah, Ken Block is in. The Hoonicorn, what is it called? Son of a bitch. Hoonigan Racing. Chupu. Kana. Oh my God. How, why is it so hard to find things on Google? I'm always the worst fucking Googler, dude. Um. I'm just going to have to open up the fucking app. Now I'm so pissed at myself because I don't know why I, when you type in something you, and now my brain's going blank on it. And I watched every episode of it almost there. They Jim Kana files, Jim Kahana, Jim Kahana. Anyway, it's pretty cool. God, I'm sorry for that <laughs> brain fart. Jesus. I'm back on track. We're back on track. We're back on track. I've been going to a lot of comedy, been hanging out a lot at a lot of the comedy shows, which is really cool and really fun. Chilling out at the creek in the cave, getting to see some cool shows. Speaking of a cool show, I got to go at the standing room, watch Whitney Cummings murder. That was a cool show. Sick fucks. Produced a sick of hell of a show. Sold out. Wild. Whitney Cummings killed it. I made this little thing for her. I was standing outside and I was filming and it was like the bop, bop, bop for a podcast and I edited something together and now she follows me on Instagram. Did I make it? I don't know. But that's pretty cool. So cool. I'm not bragging. It blew my mind that somebody saw it. I was like, no way. Cool. Do I edit? Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, so that's cool. It was, I guess it was a good sign to show me that, um, to keep just working at stuff, you know, just keep creating and just doing what makes you happy and what you want to do, because then little wins will happen, right? Why am I playing it down? Yeah, it's pretty cool, you know. I mean, it's shit that I've been working for and trying to, you know, get into so it, it's nice when things go well you know and I've been working on it I have some other things coming up with video and stuff which is neat and it's just another it's another chapter another thing another skill that I can have which is nice and I've been doing and apparently most people I don't think people know that about me I guess I guess I produced this podcast if you didn't know I produced this podcast so um, and do things like that. So, and I've been self-taught on all of it, which is really wild. It's kind of wild, but it's pretty cool. 
So that's a good win. I got the painting done. I got some videos done. Got more shit coming. Um, more shows coming up. Speaking of shows, I like Creek in the Cave. Um, Afro Sundays. I went to Afro Sundays. Uh, run by Genevieve and Marcus Oland. You know. And that show's hype. Melanie Hearn came in from uh, Detroit. One of our friends. She murdered it. It was a good show. Trey Stewart, Marcus, Genevieve. They all did Awesome. It's a great show. If you're looking for something to do on Sunday, the third Sunday is every month. The next one I'm actually on, which I'm excited about. It's going to be hype. It's going to be hype. It's going to be some good-ass comedy. It's going to be a fun night. If you live in Austin, come there, okay? Be there. It's going to be hot. It's going to be fun. I recommend you come and watch, Okay? Yeah, man. Things are popping up. Things are popping off. I got new shoes. Got new shirts. I got all these appointments coming up so I can get a driver's license. I didn't know getting switching an ID and switching and, and getting new plates and all this shit would be so much. And, like, so just annoying. Working with the government shit is just so annoying. Anyway, that's happening. So let's move on to some fun shit. Fun shit. Pew, pew, pew. That makes everything fun. If you do fun and chat and you go, pew, pew, pew. we are going to go to game. We're going to go to, we're going to go to, is it me? Is it you? I love this part. I love it. I love it. I want some more of it. I tried so hard. I can't rise above it. Don't know what it is about that little grass. Tough it. Muffin. I make up a lot of words in country songs and none of them are probably right. So, back to the game. One of my faves. This is some good shit. Um, is it me? Is it you? We do it for the topics because I like going into the unknown and seeing what happens. Uh, which of us is more likely to receive a compliment from a stranger? Hmm. Actually, honestly, it blew my mind. The other day I was serving, right? And first table lady goes... Your eyebrows are perfect. I was like, thank you. Thank you so much. And then the next table goes, not to be weird, but what do you do with your skin? And I was like, oh my God, stop it. <laughs> I might get why people think I'm gay. People, I, Do I give off a gay? I don't know. No. But... It feels good to get compliments. And then I don't know what to say because then I'm always like, you got to give a compliment back. You're like, I like your hat too. And you're like, you're not wearing a hat. I'm kidding. They're usually, you know, you point out something and you know, they're just like, you didn't have to say nothing. You can just accept it. I'm, I'm, it's hard to accept compliments. So I don't know. But I guess, I don't know. I've been receiving compliments. So it's been nice. You see a stranger, just compliment them. Makes their day that they, you know, thank you for noticing. Yeah. Genevieve complimented my shoes today. Okay. First person to see him, she goes, I love those kicks. And I said, thank you. She said they're sweet or something. I don't know. But it feels good. Anyway, which of us is the better gift buyer? Gift buying? Now, if I can remember what's happening, I'll buy you. I, I try to be thoughtful, right? I think I try to be thoughtful with gifts. There's been some years where I just bought gift cards because I'm like, I have money and I can just, I had some money and I'm like, I'll just get this all done very easily and everybody can be happy and everybody can go out to eat in restaurants and go on dates. 
Yeah. I don't know. I'm thoughtful when I buy gifts. If I remember the thing to buy. If I remember the day to buy it. Like I said. Anyway. Which of us is bougier? Well, the thing with that is I've been called bougie by Marcus. Okay. Do the shoes, I don't know. Do the shoes make you look bougie? I don't know. Or is it the fucking sock? I, wore, I just put on any sock today. These don't, that doesn't go. It's kind of funny though. Um, I don't know if I'm bougie. I wouldn't say I'm bougie. Say I'm sensible. I say I would, I'm sensible, right? Like, like these are thrift shoes. This is a gift. Oh, Funkle shirt, baby. It's back. Your Funkle's back. Meant to talk about that. Forgot. I don't know. What is bougie? Let's look at what bougie means and then we can answer this question. I don't think I'm bougie. But then there's some things where I just buy because I'm like, just fucking buy it. It's another dollar. And I'm like, it's the thing you want. Bougie or definition, right? Okay. Fond of giving people orders. To domineering. Oh, that's bossy. No, that's not. Oh, I can't read. I assumed it was that boss here. Jesus. Well, I guess I can't be the boss now. I read it as bougier. Isn't I've actually never think I've seen the word bossier wrote. Or I have. I've never wrote oh my god, I'm so that's scary, Justin. Fucking read sometimes, idiot. Okay. Bossier, though, uh, I think I would probably have to say me sometimes in certain moods. I don't know if I'm bossier or if I'm more like trying to get shit done. I, does caring more make you bossier or something? I don't know. Sometimes I'm bossier, but I also been with the maturity and growing up shit. It just happens naturally. It's kind of like, I would assume like like a father holding his kid. I just somehow started caring more. Like I started being like, things just change. <laughs> That's weird. It just changed. You're just like, mm, I'm going to go to bed now. Yeah, I'm done drinking. Yep. All right. Cool. Great, great game today. Which of us is more likely to cry in a public place? Have I? T <laughs> These cards get me. Um, me, for sure. I've cried in many public places. Um, sober, drunk. I am just emotional. And if I'm like so, especially like sometimes when you're in a certain drunk mood and you're just so sensitive, something happened that day. And your friends start talking and you're just like, why don't you love me? And like, dude, we do. And you're like, no, you don't. And then I start crying. I used to do this thing where I'd cry and then I'd run away from my friends because I'm just like, fuck this. I'm out, dude. Because they would fuck with me. My friends always like to fuck with me. And I would be drunk and I would be like, dude, can you guys stop? One instance, this story, Drew, if you're listening, remember this story. This was a good story. I hope Dave, Joe, Jen, if you guys are listening, Kevin, <laughs> Uh, 
there was one time we went and hung out at our buddy's house. It was a sleepover. We were hanging out, and I was trying to sleep. I was passed out, and they started throwing pills at my head from, like, above, right? Like, just kept doing it. For, like, till it got, like, bad. Like, uh, they were doing it for five, ten minutes, and I'm like, fucking stop it. Fucking stop it. But, and then it turned into a big fight, dude. It turns into like a big yelling match. And I'm like, oh my God, can you guys leave me the fuck alone? They're dying laughing. I'm hysterically crying. <sighs> Jesus, you know, it's emotional. It's stupid. And then I'm like, fuck this, dude. I'm wa-. And then they're like, oh, you're going to walk home? And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to walk home. I'm also not, I'm an, like an hour or two drive home. So what are you doing, Justin? You idiot. You're not going to make the walk, Okay. So I just started walking away and I called my brother and I'm like, dude, I can't, can't be here, man. And this story is so vulnerable, okay? This is real sad, but so I started walking and then my, I like walked. I just kept walking and then my friends come looking for me, right? While my, this is what my drunk friends decided to do. This was great. They got into my nice car, my a gift to me. You know, and there's no damage to this car yet. My friends fucking decided to get in the car, back my car up to come looking for me, run into the mailbox, scuff up my fucking bumper. They cut my bumper because they ran into the mailbox because they didn't see it. And then they come find me. I was like, you... The pills weren't enough. Let's wreck the car too. Fuck it. Then I come back, you know. Yeah, I get emotional when I drink sometimes. I like the good laughing buzz, Justin. I don't like the emotional sad one. It's just not good because crying in public is just embarrassing. You're just like, and then you're like, I don't care if people see. And you're like, Justin, you should. Just calm the fuck down. It's not that big of a deal. They're fucking with you. Let it slide, bro. Let it go. People have told me that they like to fucking fuck with me or gaslight me because they just think it's interesting to see me react. I get it. I do. And it's because I can't, like, not react. Like, it's how I handle... Things getting said to me, you know, and then I'm like, I'm not just a person to like, just pass it off. Like if someone says like a joke, I'm just like, oh yeah, you're funny, you know? And it's cause I also, how I get the person to laugh too. And it's how I accept it. And it's how it's my rebuttal. And cause I know the person's going to laugh and I go for the laugh. Like I want the laugh. Okay. I'm a slut for attention. Give me that laugh. I'm a slut. I'm a little dirty slut. I want you to laugh for me and I'm going to get you to laugh. Okay. So, yeah, that's that. That's that fucking crazy, that story. And then to end it, which of us is more romantic? Well, if I'm crying, I'm probably romantic, right? And thoughtful gifts, those are all the same criteria. I'm pretty romantic, you know, flowers, cook, clean. That's romantic, I think, to some, I think. This is what I've heard. You know, it's not romantic, you know. 
caring too much. I'm kidding. I don't know. I had a thought process, and I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, I'm romantic. I buy flowers. I like that shit. I like to cuddle. I like to kiss. I like to, I like a good kiss. A good kiss. You know what I mean? One that's subtle but sexy but soft but firm. You know what I mean? That's hot. That's hot, baby. I don't know what. Boom, roasted. Literally roasted. Moving on. It's trivia time. Trivia time. From what year, Justin? 1970s. Then the 1970s, which arcade video game created by Tomo, Tomohiro Nishikado was... I, I can't fucking read, dude. Was released in 1978 and manufactured and sold by Toyota Tato in Japan. Space Invaders. Jeez. Moving on. That's just moving on. Which actor played the title role in the detective series canon? What series? I never even heard of that. Uh, but it was William Conrad, which I, I have never heard of either. Am I bad? Should I know these people? In 1978, Woody Allen won an Oscar for Best Director for which movie? Annie Hall. Hmm. I don't know any of this. Oh, here we go. Name the band founded in Chicago by Maurice White in 1970 that grew out of a previous band known as the Salty Peppers. Dude, I used to be in a band, and sometimes band names are just so fucking bad, and especially old-time band names. It's hilarious. What's your name? We're the Salty Peppers. What do you guys do? Well, uh, we play music. Salty pepper. Well, I like salt on my peppers. Where did you get that name from? Salty peppers. Maybe because. Oh, anyway, it's Earth, Wind, and Fire. Better name. Maybe they like science class, huh? Geography much? <laughs> Boom! Roasted. Get the fuck out of here. Just like the wind. Boom, roasted. Oh my God, Justin. Keep burning them. Burning them. Fire? Yeah, you know what's fire? These jokes. You about to catch earth, wind, and fire. Boom, roasted. Kidding. Yeah, they're a great band. I love them. What's their song? Earth, wind, and fire. We used to be the salty peppers. Earth, wind, and fire. We used to be the salty peppers. Now we're just earth, wind, and fire. I'm sure that's the song, their hit song. What was the 1974 boxing match between George Foreman and Muhammad Ali and Zar known as? The Rumble in the Jungle. That's what I uh, like to call the bedroom. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Honey, what are we doing tonight? The Rumble in the Jungle. You know what that means. Put on your ape costume. You didn't see it going that way, did you? Name the year former Sex Pistols bassist Sid Vicious is found dead of a heroin overdose. The, the Sahara Desert experiences snow for just 30 minutes. Wow. The, and the Iran hostage crisis begins in November. 1979. Right before the 80s, huh? Cool. 
that's this week in 1970s. Or that's some facts in 1970. There we go. And now moving on to the main course. Fan questions, which I have been neglected, you know, for weeks. But I'm trying to get back on it. And we got a hot one tonight. We got a hot one tonight. We got, might have a hot few. We might have a hot few. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um. Well... <laughs> The one we'll rename, we're going to rename Anonymous. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Jeez, we got a lot of questions. I didn't think I'd get a lot. All right, we're going to get back to that. I know I got the other one of the fan. There's one main question from the fan. All right, here we go. Where is it at? It is, shit, it's right here. Okay. The question is, is there anything you've experienced that you'd consider unexplainable? Like ghosts, UFOs, any paranormal stuff? Yeah. Honestly, um, some wild shit, if I can remember the stories. I mean, most people will think that I'm just lying or whatever, but I remember one time I was hanging out in my friend's room, and we were looking at the window, we were both saw the window, right? And he had curtains lined up down, like this, you know, on the sides. They're red curtains. There was no wind in the room. The window was not open, okay? The door was not open. Everything was shut. And up right at, like, the top, in the middle, I have so much damn cat in my mouth. Anyway, so... And the in the top of the middle, right, like it was coming down, right? It looked like someone took a finger and did this. And the curtain moved, right? It went back perfectly. Nothing else moved. Just that part. And I ran out of the fucking room. And I was terrified because his house was on an Indian burial ground. Like it was like it was an Indian burial ground. Freaky shit happened at that house. That's one that I witnessed. And then one of my exes also, they lived, her mom, like, spirits followed her, dude. Oh, my, I got chills, like, thinking about this woman. Because in her house, she named the ghost, okay? She had Littlefoot. Littlefoot was one. I remember Littlefoot. And the other one was, like, some name, like, uh, Feather, I don't fucking know. Littlefoot was one, and there was a bigger ghost. There was, like, a family of them. So every night, Littlefoot would come in their room and shake their bed and shit. And then I was just like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, I know he's in the room, and they're, like, in the room looking, and they're trying to fuck with me, and I just tell him to stop, right? Or she thinks it's funny. They're just hanging out. What? No. No, it's not good, Okay. The other time, then then she would say, if you go, like, if you walk up their stairs, they had one of those big bay windows, right? If you look in the bay window sometimes, you would see the family of ghosts. 
you would feel a presence looking at you from like up in the stairs. You could feel it. And then they'd be like, that's Littlefoot or that's Bigfoot, whatever his fucking feather, Featherfoot or some shit, whatever his name was. And you would hear stuff. And then one night I was sleeping. I was sleeping on the ground for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, I was sleeping on the ground, right? And I remember my head laying on a pillow, right? All the lights were off, everything. We were all trying to sleep, right? And my pillow was going like this. I felt this. Okay, I knew I felt it because I was like, can you guys stop fucking with me? Please stop fucking with me. I'm trying to. And they're like, I'm, what are you talking about, dude? And then it did it again. And I go, shut the fuck up. None of you guys were touching me. Like, no, dude, we haven't moved. What are you talking about? So a ghost basically fucked with my head there. My friend said he saw Littlefoot in the house. One time we were driving her van, right, in the subdivision. We were driving. She was driving. She stops the van. And I go, why did you stop? She goes, because I was saying hi to the little girl over there. I was like, there's no little girl over there. She's oh, she's just a spirit. It, she's just over there. It's fine. Then you're like, I don't want to get out of the car, but I want to get out of the car. But if I get out of the car, the spirit's going to follow me home. And that's the crazy thing. She always told me with spirits, spirits follow you. It doesn't matter if you move. They follow you. They follow your energy or some shit they said. I think. I don't know. Yeah. I wish I would have got to experience something at the comedy store that's paranormal, but I'm assuming it's like after. They've heard so many crazy stories about that place. I want to see one, but I don't. There was one place. That's where it was. The oh. When you walk into a place and just feel it, and then like me talking about it, at the Madhouse Comedy Club, that place, I got to go down in the basement. There is a cellar there. There's like a, it used to be like a old, uh, what do they do there? I, I think they said it's somewhere where they hid bodies or something. Or was it underground, part of the underground railroad? It was something where bodies were like, it was terrifying. You could feel it. And that's where the offices were. You walk down there and you're, and then there was a crawl space and it was just to no kingdom town. Some places just have bad energies, man. So yeah, that's what I've experienced. I've always wanted to see, I feel like I've experienced UFOs, but then you don't know. You just, every UFO, you're like, oh, that's a shooting star, right? Oh, that's a satellite. But after I get my clearance, but after I get my clearance, though, you know, uh, I'll I'll go see some paranormal shit for you, Drew. Okay, moving on. We got a couple more. I'm gonna pick some because some people sent in like a a shit ton. Okay, all right. This is a good question, though. What would your death row meal be? Well, since I would be able to eat it lately, you know, I don't like to eat anything because I like eat certain foods, but I, I just don't feel good after it. I don't know what the allergy is or if I have IBS or if I have Crohn's. I don't fucking know. I'm so over it. But for that meal, I would let loose, dude. I'm going to get every, every 
I would eat. I think I would eat myself to death. Could you technically? Can you eat yourself to death on your last meal? I don't know if they. I think they switched the rule. But if it was old school rules where you could do whatever you want and you could pick out, I think I might try to eat myself to death. I'm gonna get me some. I just thought of it. Maybe some Jets deep dish pizza. You hate me for it or whatever. Or a good deep dish style pizza. Oh, who did I, I had some the other day that was deep. Anyway, a deep dish style Detroit style pizza with you know just the buttery crust. The crispy pepperonis, some extra cheese, but the good mozzarella. Some my mouth is watering. Some parmesan around the yeah, I get some turbo cars jets, but like just some pizza made with love. You know what I mean? Pizza made with love. I'd eat that whole thing. I probably wouldn't even make it through it. I don't think I physically I would think I'd be throwing up, right? Then you move on. What do you want? Lasagna? Get some lasagna in ya. That sounds good. With extra ricotta cheese, some garlic bread. Okay. What are you washing it down with right now? I'm washing it down with soda pop. Soda pop. Like a Mountain Dew. Ice cold Mountain Dew or ice cold Coke. Like a McDonald's Coke or Taco Bell Mountain Dew, right? This is sounding trashier and trashier ever. It's on my mind right now. Ooh, then some French toast. Waffles, waffles, yeah, I want waffles too, with extra butter, like melted extra butter, this is one of my favorite things to do with waffles, like a good soft waffle, and then put a whole bunch of butter on it, and then powdered sugar, it's just like, there's something about butter and powdered sugar that just, it's my life, it always brings me back to like this memory that I have a long, long time ago, I don't know what it is, but I love it every time, and it's happiness every time, it's so good. Good steak. And then I'd have some Wagyu steak. A Wagyu steak. Medium rare. Seared to perfection. With. Fry. No. Just insane mashed potatoes. Some cheesy garlic. Insane sour cream. Love. Truffle. Maybe, a little bit of. Tr- no not truffle in the mashed potatoes. Yeah maybe truffle in the mashed potatoes. Yeah. That and what dessert? You gotta have a dessert with it. Ice cold like ice cream cake or like a ice cold like pudding cake. Drown that down with some milk, almond, vanilla milk. That's my new favorite thing, especially with sweets because it's, it's vanilla. It's better than like normal milk because the cow milk because. It has that nice vanilla. It just goes well with chocolate. You know what I mean? Get you some. If you haven't tried it yet, do it. Don't let the people. I used to be one of them naysayers like, ew, it's nasty. Get it. It's good. It's better. And you don't feel so weird drinking it. Sometimes I look after I look at the cow thing, I'm like, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Anyway, and then, yeah, that's what I can do because you can, probably can't get alcohol or a whole bunch of marijuana, right? So, I'd eat myself to death before they could kill me. I don't even think it was if I was on death row. Was I on death row? I think it was just my last meal. So, if that's my last meal... No, death row meal. Yeah. Which, I don't know if I should get that if I killed somebody. If I'm on the death row, I probably killed somebody or did something bad. Probably don't deserve it. But, 
I was good for, but I, but I confessed. So I, I kind of good. So I get, I get pizza and waffles now. This is a good one. What did you want to do if you never started comedy? I always still wanted to be in the band. I still miss music. I just wanted to see... Seriously, it's so... It's a thing of like... I just wanted to see what would have happened. Now that I'm doing comedy, I can understand that. And I've seen other bands and... My friends in other bands and what they go through. It's the same shit of grinding it out till you make it, right? Right? So... I don't. I just think music. You get to keep, see some cool shit. I love doing music. It was so much fun. Comedy is so much fun, but it's also just it's a different art form and it's a different feeling. Music was nice. You get to you know practice and do music with your friends all the time, and then showcase it at a show. You know, comedy is failing in front of people every day. And then, like, the band early on, yeah, you failed in your band, but it was also different because there was at least some music to cover it up. I mean, there were some shitty-ass bands that I played with. I was shitty. Well, we were a shitty band at once. You know what I mean? You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Just like comedy and most things, you never know what you're doing till you just keep doing it, and then you learn, right? But if I never started comedy, I would still probably be in a band. I probably would have tried to pick something up. I would have really focused on that. Even though it took me two years, like I was off for two years, but I just didn't know what I was doing. I was in I was in jobs that I hated. I was going through really rough shit after I, the band like broke up, and like I didn't know what to do, and I was just like, it was just constant thoughts of me wanting to get the band back together, and it was like, oh, I'm not doing the band stuff today. I'm not gonna make it, and if I. If I would start today, it would be better. But if I started, you know, and you don't know, it's just like you're not doing anything. So just relax and enjoy yourself. But that's not how I work. So the whole time I'm like, what the fuck do I do? You know, so. Because when the band quit and we were starting a new band and now when I talk about it, it's almost just like that fucking guy who peaked in high school shit. I peaked when I was in my band. I can only talk about that. And it's not that. It's just like I like talking about it. I enjoyed it. It's something that was part of my life. I did it for, for, you know, four to five years or something. And at the end, it started getting better. And that's what sucks about it. Because when we broke apart, it's when we became the, we were at the best. Because everything you keep doing, if you, if you're doing it in a, if you're doing something that you're interested in, like seriously, and you're, you're growing and you're learning, you can only get better from that. If you're trying, you can only get better from it. And that's what happened. We just kept getting better. The music kept getting so good. It was awesome. I loved the music that we made. It was sick. And then we just, everything just, you know, we got older and things just separated and we went different ways and it's hard to keep everybody together. That's why stand-up comedy is awesome. Or if you could be a solo singer or you could be a solo artist, that's great. That's why solo artists, that's why I think a lot of people sometimes do pick solo artist shit because you're your only person to worry about. And that's why I love comedy. And that's why like so many things, like when I talk to people about it and they're like, well, I'm going to go do this today. You're at a mic and you're not going to go on stage. Okay. Just do it. I don't know. I don't know. But 
that's not part of it. But yeah, if I wasn't doing comedy, I'd, I'd probably still be in a band not knowing what I'm doing. And I'd probably be in a shitty ass job that I hate. If I wouldn't have leaned into, like, that's the thing I did with the band. I don't think I, I was too young to really comprehend what I was doing. Like, I had no, you know, I was so young. And then when I did comedy, I started taking more risk and, like, realizing things. Like, I needed to go places. I needed to go here. I was driving so far, so much, all the time. And I was just getting on stage anywhere I could go. And that's what you learn. You're like, oh, okay, I can do this. You just, because I was so stage time hungry, I was going anywhere. Everywhere I could. I didn't give a shit. I was taking gigs that made no sense. And I was just excited to be on it. And then you get there and you're like, oh my fucking God, this is terrible. This is so terrible. What are you doing? And then you learn. You eat a bag of dicks. You suck. You fail. But I was so happy that I did it because I started, I just kept saying yes to everything. And then I started seeing the country. I need to see the world. I don't have a passport. But I started saying yes to things and I started taking a risk on myself. And holy shit, it feels good, you know. I mean, it does get stressful at times because you don't know what the fuck's happening, right? You don't know what you're going to do. I took a risk on myself and I believed in myself and it's cool to do that. You should try that. If if your life is, if you desire something, try it because it's like, what the fuck? You're going to do the same thing I'm doing with the band shit. Well, I, do I still talk about band and do I give it up? No, I don't think I need to give it up. I love music. I listen to it every day and I scream and sing in the car. So I still like love it and I still do it like I guess in my own sense and it's just a whole other animal, you know, along with this shit. I would love to do some fun things like covers. I've been talking about wanting to do covers for a long time. Then I'm like, I don't want people to make fun of me and I suck. And then that's the thing too with the art development is putting yourself out there to judgment. And it's learning to be confident in what you do and just say fuck the rest, you know? Because if you if you just keep going excuse, 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 which is, you know, people aren't going to like it. Did you like it? Yeah. Well, then fucking release it. I did that thing today, honestly, with, like, the Whitney video. I, I, like, I made a little video, right? And I looked at it, I edited it, and I'm like, is this even good? I don't know. And then my one friend, I, I sent it to him and I'm like, is this, and he's like, it's content. And I'm like, that's true. And I just released it. Just trust it. Just fucking put it out there because guess what? It doesn't matter. You did something. You know, just do something. Because once you do something, it's just like working out. You know, you try it and then you just, then now you're addicted to it. You know what I mean? But <laughs> whatever. So that's that. I'm going to answer one more. I don't know. I got to read these. These questions is a little bit different of an atmosphere. Thank you for the question so far. That one was from your girl, Sarah Tallis. Those two. Shout out to Sarah Tallis. She's fucking killing it over up in Dallas. Running a mic at the uh, House of Blues, dude, with George Red Speaks. Okay. Okay. 
Cool. And then, all right. All right. Never mind. He said, what kind of question? <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it lighthearted today. I'm not going to dive into that. We don't need that shit. I don't care. It <laughs> anyway, so... Yeah, that was questions, fan questions, bam, 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 fan questions. If you have a question, you want to keep, you just say something, dude. I'll answer it. I love to answer random shit. It's fun for me. It's fun for you because you never know where his brain's going to go. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You never know where his brain's going to go. And that's what it's all about, baby. It's just fucking just go where you want. Do what you want, man. Have some fun along the way. Get stressed out, but take a breath, Justin. And for you, take a breath. That's what we need. I need to take a breath. It's been a long day. I've been doing a lot of things, but guess what? You got your shit done. That's all that matters. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to the channel, please. That would mean a lot. It's a new episode every Thursday. Follow my Instagram so you can see all the cool deets, what's going on in my life, where I'm at. You can see all the cool shows I'm doing. Again, next month I'm on. I actually, I got actually, holy shit. I can actually promote shows. I keep forgetting to do that as a fucking comedian, right? Cool things coming up. Um, oh, is that? Oh, it's next week. Okay. Next week, Thursday, May 27th, I'll be at Barrels and Amps um, doing a nice 10-minute spot there at Dean Stanfield Show. Come out, support. That's going to be a fun time. Barrel and Amps. Barrel and Amps. And then... I thought there was more shows. I thought I had... Okay. Oh, and then next month, be out for Afro Sundays. And I might be up in Oklahoma June 15th. I have to... Double check that to make sure that's a go. But hopefully that is a go. That'd be sick to go up to Oklahoma, see those guys at Gushers Lounge. And then, again, May 27th next week, Barrels and Amps, come out, support some live comedy, and have some fun. But again, thank you guys for listening. We went through a lot today. Have a great week. I will see you next time on Going Through It with Justin Essenmacher.